fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. This is by far like the fastest week that I think I've ever seen. Welcome into the broadcast. It is the Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country on radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. Welcome in your millennial general reporting for duty the way we do every single day. Let me ask you something. I have a serious question to ask. If you have a bear traveling with you on the campaign trail, do you think it's going to get some attention? Like a live, actual grizzly bear, do you think it's going to get some attention? It's funny, we mentioned this story yesterday. John Cox, Republican candidate for the governor's race in the state of California, traveling around uh, saying, meet the beast, meeting the bear and him, because he's apparently the beast that's going to stop the Democrats and do the thing as a Republican in the state of California. And now he's upset because the beast, the bear, is actually getting more publicity than him. I don't understand why you're upset. You put the bear on the campaign trail with you for a reason, because it's the state animal and you're going to you know, be the beast to fight the politics and yada yada, and now the bear's getting more uh, attention than you actually are. Does that mean that he's just a bad candidate that you know no one's paying attention to, but they love the bear, or does that mean that he just made a bad campaign? Th- I don't know. Kind of weird. Kind of well. Welcome into the show. We got a lot to get to today. Uh, you can find us all over social media: Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, also on ourfreedombook.com and our website at hoosierreason.com. At the bottom of the hour, we're going to have Scott McGowan. I'm excited to chat with him. He is author of the new book Hell Week and Beyond: The Making of a Navy Seal. As we'll talk with him about his book experience in the military, how the military has changed over the years, and that sort of thing. Kind of might be a fun way to kind of sort of start wrapping up the week. As a programming note for you, before we get any further, I will not be here tomorrow. We'll have a uh, best of programming or recorded program running for you. As because tomorrow, uh, and for those living outside of the state, if you want to join us, you're more than welcome to do so. But tomorrow is the Kansas State Rifle Association's annual convention in Hayes, Kansas, about three hours away from where I'm at right now. And it begins at 6 p.m. So I will not be here in studio for that as I will be traveling up there and I'm looking forward to it. I'll be emceeing the event tomorrow night and Saturday. So if anybody uh, really anywhere around the country, if you want to go, there's still uh, tickets, I believe, available hotel available. I believe you can go to the Kansas rifle.org and you can find that if you want to. But uh, Kansas State Rifle Association annual meeting. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm excited to emcee it. I am excited to get up there and see all the speakers that we're going to have a lot of different candidates running for different seats in Kansas. We're going to have tomorrow like a big shooting competition, some different training seminars and stuff going on, uh, people showing different walkthroughs and different scenarios. It's going to be really, really cool. So I'm excited. But I will not be here. Um, and if you are in the Wichita area, then we'll have some updates for you on the airwaves as well. But I'm excited. And for anybody else that's listening to the program outside of Kansas, we have uh, I'll be doing j- different live streams from there on the social media. So you can find us at Hoosier Reason. We'll be doing live streams. I'll be taking pictures. We'll be having some fun. So you can find you can definitely follow us along the entire step of the way if you're not able to make it. So stay tuned in. You can find us again at Hoosier Reason on all of these social media. And yeah, I'm excited. Now, I will say I may actually try to put a video on to TikTok. I did my first video on TikTok, by the way, and put one on. I have nine followers, which you can find me again on TikTok at Who's Your Reason. 
and it got 500 views. Where have you been all my life, TikTok? 500 views. I have nine followers, and yet 500 people viewed my thing. So I was super excited. I'm not getting shadow banned on there yet. <laughs> so we'll see how long that actually lasts. But uh, we'll be putting some video on. We'll be putting some pictures on and some other stuff on all of our social media for the update from the Kansas State Rifle Association's annual meeting. And I'm super excited to be up there and emceeing that event. This will be our uh, second, third year, second year in a row of emceeing that event. Uh, I guess it would have been three, but last year with COVID and everything, it didn't happen. So uh, now that they're actually planning, then yeah, it would be three. So that's awesome. Super excited about that. Uh, and speaking of firearms, by the way, may tie this into my speech up there tomorrow, but tomorrow the Department of Justice, the DOJ, is expected to issue their order rule on ghost guns. Now, for those of you like me that don't know what ghost guns are, they're apparently the kits that you can buy and put them together. And the reason Joe Biden did not like ghost guns was because they don't have serial numbers on them. So anybody could technically purchase the gun because it's not a gun yet because it needs to be assembled, uh, assembly required. And then you put it together and it's a firearm, but there's no serial number, so you can't track it. But it's stupid. That's kind of like trying to track every piece of ammunition, which, by the way, they have tried. As you know, they tried to put on the serial numbers on the different pieces of ammunition each shell each bullet they tried to put a serial number on so that way they could track all the bullets all the bullets all over the world so that way we knew exactly who tried to kill somebody or who fired the shot if there was an issue but now they want to put the serial numbers on these ghost guns and they want to ban them to some degree essentially as the per the executive order from joe biden now the department of justice is going to come out and make a ruling on this i'm curious and waiting on bended knees and holding my breath to see what's actually going to take place with the Department of Justice. you got to remember, this is not the Supreme Court. This is the Department of Justice. It is a bureaucratic agency run by the executive branch. I wonder how they're going to rule on this. Now, and then, of course, we'll have to appeal. We'll go to the Supreme Court, and then we maybe could actually get a proper decision here. But the DOJ, they're going to side with Biden saying, yes, you're allowed to put the serial number on or you're allowed to ban a certain ones. You're allowed to put the re infringement on these guns because they're very scary. They're very evil. What if someone actually tried to, like, build a gun themselves? Which I'm telling you, and I've mentioned this before, is that eventually it's going to get to that point. We're going to have to learn, which is why it's not taught in education, by the way, our Common Core educational system run by the Department of Education and the federal government. It's not taught like that because eventually we're going to have to learn how to sustain on our own. We're going to have to build our own cars. We're going to have to sew our own clothes. We're going to have to whittle down our own firearms. We're going to have to do our own thing again because everything will be banned. And they can't ban everything because obviously we're going to have the right to do what we need to do on our own and we're going to figure it out. If there's a demand for it in the private market, then people will find a way to fulfill that. But the government thinks that if they control it and they micromanage it, then they won't allow anybody to fill that void because there shouldn't be that void. Because no one should ever want an evil firearm, especially one that you could assemble by yourself because we don't know who's getting that one. And that could be very scary. So the Department of Justice coming out tomorrow and making that decision, and again, I just wonder what they're going to decide on. the department. According to Fox News, Department of Justice has been given 60 days to issue a separate rule on stabilizing braces for handguns. If you remember, that was one of the executive orders from Joe Biden, um, where it turns it into like a mini rifle. You put it in there, and you hold it, and it's, like, it's got the shoulder brace just like a uh, long rifle, and then you can aim. I don't know anybody that uses those. Maybe they do at the range for fun, but if you're using it for self-defense, I'm guessing, hold on, shooter at the grocery store. Don't worry. I just need to put my brace on real quick so I can properly aim. 
I don't know anybody that uses them, kind of like the bump stock, but doesn't mean that they can just take it away because, well, no one uses it anyway, so let's go ahead and take it away. They've been given 60 days to uh, issue a separate ruling on that one, which can turn a pistol into a more accurate weapon that fires like a rifle. I love how the media tries to scare you. Biden has called on Congress to ban assault weapons, assault uh, assault weapons also called to the Senate to pass two House bills, one that closes the loopholes on background checks, including the Charleston loophole, and one that expanded background checks that include gun sales on the interweb and at gun shows. And anybody who's familiar with this in any way, shape, or form and listens to other programs talking about this all day long, you realize there is no such thing as a gun show loophole, but it is created by the hysteria of the media that you can go to a gun show and you can purchase a firearm. I know. I know. So that's the latest. So I think that'll be appropriate as we go to our event tomorrow and we get to hear about the ghost guns and how they're going to rule on these cases. And again, whatever's going to happen, whichever way they decide, there will be an appeal. It'll go to the courts. It'll go to the Supreme Court. We'll battle this out and duke it out. And again, this just reinforces the idea of what we've had all along of all the guests that we've had on this program for this last week, talking about this issue nonstop is ways for the states to protect themselves, to push their Second Amendment sanctuary laws, not just with guns, but with taxes or with Obamacare or with any other issue. Immigration, they can decide their own. And if the federal government doesn't like it, then you know what? You pull your funding and we'll just do our own thing. But that's the that's the way we have to go. We're going up to a divider here. We're going up to the fork in the road. In society, on what direction we're going to go? Will we just sit idly by like we have for oh so long on guns, on taxes, on regulations, on corporations in the private market, on minimum wage, on every other issue out there? How are we do? Are we just going to sit back and watch it all happen, or are we going to do something about it? And are you advocating for violence? No, I'm not advocating for violence. I'm advocating for us to stand up for ourselves. Have a little respect for yourself. Do not let them walk all over you. It's kind of like that abusive relationship where, oh, I need them. I need them. I need to be with them. Oh, you know, they, they take care of things financially. I can't do it myself. I need them. You don't. You don't need that garbage. Get out. Go do your thing. Protect yourself. And things will fall into place as they go along. It's a philosophy I live by all the time. You need to get out of the negative situation. The government, and this may be a triggering point, pun intended, for the uh, for the left side of the aisle. the It may be a triggering point, but guess what? The government is the abusive spouse. The federal government is. They're a necessary evil. We have to have a federal government, but we keep them as limited as possible. And when they finally overstep that bound and they take a swing at you, you build up that wall and you make sure they can never do that again. And that's what the states have to do. It's time for nullification. It's time for our own policies, and it's time for states to be self-sustaining, to do their own tax rates. Guess what? Yeah, your state tax rates may go up at the end of the day, but your federal one should go down because guess what? We're not spending as much at the federal level when you cut out social programs and when you cut out a lot of their, their power that they have. We need to get to that level. Are we going to anytime soon? I'm living in somewhat of a fantasy world there because I don't think we're going to get there anytime soon, but we need to work on it. We have to do it little by little, and we're starting to. We're seeing it right now. I am so excited. I know we're in a bad situation at the federal level, but I am so excited right now about the opportunity, the situation we are in to allow states and to watch states do what they're doing right now, putting up that wall. I don't know if you saw or not, and we'll talk about it a little bit when we come back from the break, but uh, Florida with Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, just signed an, or a, uh, an election bill, and the media 
is losing their minds for two reasons. Number one, they don't like the state actually reforming their own election laws because that should be H.R. 1 from the federal government that just centralizes all the elections at the federal level, which is what the media wants and the left-wing Democrats want. So they're mad about that. Number two, Ron DeSantis didn't even let the media go into the signing of it, and they're losing their minds. And they're saying now, of course, Republicans are the ones that just isolate and close off the other side and that we're bigoted and we're just, you know, doing things behind closed doors. And it was hysterical to watch them lose their mind. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But kudos to Ron DeSantis. I love that because this is we're tired of playing along. We give them access. We give them access. We give them everything they want. And they still just walk all over us and treat us like crap. It's what an abusive relationship does, and I don't want to see that any longer. To heck with the media, to heck with the progressives. No more compromising, no more working with them. We have our own agenda. we got to clean up our own mess within the Republican Party like we've talked about, and then we can move forward. So let them make their decisions on the Second Amendment. Let them pass their infrastructure plan. Let them do what they have to do. Our elected officials, you better not vote for it if you're a Republican. I'm talking infrastructure plan. I'm talking families plan. I'm talking any of it. The federal government should not be involved in it. If you do vote for it, you're out. Boom. We'll see you later. We're cleaning out the party. So you know what? You'll just be part of the old stuff that we clean out anyways. And you know what? The states will make our own decisions. It is realistic. Yes, we can do it. It's going to be some work in progress, but that's what we're here for. We're here to evolve. We're here to make ourselves better people each and every day. That is the intent and purpose of this show. Lots to get to today here for a pre-Friday celebration on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour. It goes by so fast. It goes by so fast. By far the fastest hour of radio on radio. Welcome in radio and TV, plus our live streaming and podcasting. You can always reach out to me at Hoosier Media Network at gmail.com. Again, that's Hoosier with no I, H-O-O-S-E-R. Hoosier Media Network at gmail.com. You can also go to the website at HoosierReason.com. Send me a message on there, plus any of our social media. I do check all that stuff, me, myself, and I, for right now. <laughs> One of these days. But I do check all that stuff. I try to post semi-regularly on as many of them as I can, although it's almost like a full-time job just doing nothing but social media, and I just don't have time for that. So we do what we can when we can, and that's about it. All of it again at Hoosier reason all right so here's the latest from fox news real quick then we'll get into the election thing joe biden issued a proclamation on national day of prayer this week but one word was missing can you imagine what that word actually was a national day of prayer and one word was missing the word god Now, uh, both former presidents, Barack Obama and Donald Trump, mentioned the word God in their National Day of Prayer proclamations, but Biden's proclamation never mentioned God. Only Americans, quote, many religious belief systems and the power of prayer. Here's what he said, quote, throughout our history, Americans of many religions and belief systems have turned to prayer for strength, hoping guidance. Prayer has nourished countless souls and powerful moral movements, including essential fights against racial injustice, child labor, and infringement on the rights of disabled Americans. Prayer is also a daily practice for many, whether it is to ask for help or strength or give thanks over blessings bestowed. Now, if I if you've never heard a more politicized religious statement in your entire life, please let me know because I've never heard a more politicized religious statement in my entire life. Why would I get okay? The moral movements, countless souls, uh, prayer has nourished countless souls and empowered moral movements, including the essential right to racial injustice, child labor, and infringement on the right of disabled Americans. So here's the victimhood status, and it's empowered them by going to prayer because people just turn to that when they're down, which is true, but why would you do that? Why would you say it that way? Those are the victims of society, and therefore they need prayer because it lifts them back up. And they again, doesn't even use the word God, which, again, I don't care what religion you follow. I don't care what faith, what type of faith you actually have. Mine is probably very controversial for some individuals. Uh, to, I'm Christian, obviously, um, but it's probably everybody kind of walks their own path on how they practice their faith. But there's one singular kind of unified thing within all religions, and that is a higher power of God. Now, I don't want to get all preachy here because that's not really the place for this the time and place for that conversation. But if you're going to have a national day of prayer and you make a proclamation on the national day of prayer, you kind of want to mention the higher source that created all of it, whatever that may be, the the energy source, God, the central power, whatever the heck you want to call it. And you don't even mention it. You're just like, yeah, people pray when they're really down and it really helps people that are victims because they're victims of society and it helps them find strength. That's cool. But I thought Joe Biden was like the super religious guy. Didn't they say that on the campaign trail? He was like Uncle Joe, and he's really religious, and he's just kind of the old school. He goes to church all the time. But then I remember that he did say this. And if we do, and I'm sure we can, we can proclaim the palmist with the palmist who wrote these following words. 
The Lord is my strength and my shield. So maybe not quite as religious as what they thought. Now, the media, of course, has not said a single word about the fact that Joe Biden's not necessarily religious. In fact, they did go after Donald Trump in 2016 for asking him what his favorite Bible verse was. And he said all of it. And then they got really mad because he doesn't have a favorite Bible verse. Therefore, he must not be very religious. And how dare he get that Christian vote in America because he's not religious and he's a tool and yada, yada, yada they go off on. Joe Biden can't say the the book of Psalms, and he doesn't even mention God during a proclamation of National Prayer Week. Is there a correlation there? I don't know. I'm not challenging the guy's faith or questioning his faith. Believe whatever the heck you want to believe. I don't really care. But if you're going to do it, like at least do it right. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program, radio and TV and the live streaming and the podcasting all over the country. Welcome into the program, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. Real quickly, I I got to get props. Love this guy, Governor Ron DeSantis out of Florida. As he shuts out parts of the media for the signing of their SB90 bill, a controversial, quote-unquote, according to the media, at least a controversial election bill, as many journalists gathered outside the Hilton Airport Hotel in West Palm Beach, Florida, early on Thursday morning to cover the governor's signing of the Senate Bill 90, a sweeping election-related measure that, among other things, creates ID requirements for mail-in voting and restricts the use of ballot drop boxes. OMG. Yeah, apparently it's, you know, terrible if you actually have to show an ID to go and vote or to actually do a mail-in ballot. You have to show an ID. What a travesty, man. That guy, like, hates people and stuff. The best part was that as they lined up to go and watch the signing of the bill, that news media was barred from entry at Governor DeSantis's signing of the controversial election bill SB90. DeSantis spokeswoman Taryn Fenske says the bill signed was a Fox exclusive. Quote, we've been at the Hilton since 4 a.m. this morning, only to be told we can't get in to hear the governor speak about the signing of the bill, according to the CBS local affiliate. And there were numerous different social media messages from different news outlets about how angry they were because it was only a Fox exclusive. Look, if you're not going to be fair about the coverage of it, then why even let you in? We have the right to do that, you jerks. Yeah, okay. 
That's why Donald Trump, when he was in office at the federal level, opened up to as many different media outlets as possible, right? Even included Newsmax and One America's News Network and so many other news sources. And the media outlets there got so angry, so angry, because you're not a you're not a real journalist. You're not allowed to be here. You're not a real journalist. So they limit it when Biden gets in there, and now they're like, oh, how dare you try and be censorship-like and not let us come into cover to tell you how horrible of a human being you actually are. It's crazy. All right, let's get into what's trending. What are you saying? What's trending today? I am excited and honored to have on the program today as we shift gears a little bit. We're getting towards the end of the week, and could you make it in the military? Could you make it? As the latest book, Hell Week and Beyond, The Making of a Navy SEAL, uh, goes into interviews of different Navy SEALs, different military individuals, and what their training looks like, what they go through. Could you make it in that world? Now, I will be the first to tell you that I would not be able to make that. I thought about it as a kid, and then I decided not to because, you know what, I'm I'm just going to be lazy, so I'll get on the radio and yell at people (laughs) instead. Why the heck not? I'm excited to, to have our guest on the program. He is the author of the book Hell Week and Beyond, The Making of a Navy SEAL, also co-author of the number one New York Times bestseller, American Sniper. Yeah, it's the man Scott McEwen with us here. Scott, how are you, my friend? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Hey, I appreciate you coming on the program very much. It's an honor to talk to you. Uh, Both books, I mean, with American Sniper, obviously went huge with the book and with the movie and everything. It was awesome. Uh, This focusing with the military as well, Hell Week, Let's talk a little bit about that, Helwig. How many people in the country do you think could actually make it through some of these uh, um, initiations, let's put it? Well, it's less than uh, 200 a year, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Based upon the actual statistics, uh, you know, it's extremely difficult. It's probably the most difficult warrior training program, military program on the face of the planet. I don't know of anything that even remotely compares uh, possibly some of the uh, – Russian not the training gets close, but nothing to compare with the SEALs. Really? Now, I had heard, not being in the military myself, I had heard the rumor that the military over the years has gotten lighter, that like boot camps, you don't necessarily get yelled and screamed at anymore. It's a little bit more, I guess, nice or PC friendly. Is that true or is it really still as tough as what they say? Well, that's one thing I really like about, you know, our special forces community, you know, the SEALs, Delta, uh, and uh, and MARSOC, as well as the uh, Air Force uh, Rescue Squad, they're all extremely difficult. They all have uh, very stringent standards, and fortunately they have not lowered the uh, bar, and they've made it very difficult to, and continue to make it extremely difficult to get through the program. Mm. And, uh, you know, not everybody gets a trophy, and isn't that a difference from what we see in our society nowadays? Yeah, God bless them. I mean, that's what we need in general society already, and maybe embrace that. I'm concerned that if we go down the road as a general society of doing the participation trophies, lightening things up to make it easier so that way the majority of people can actually pass instead of trying to push to work them, is that going to limit the amount of people you think that are prepared to go into special forces later on down the road? Oh, there's no doubt that the candidates are uh, the candidates are uh, limited, period, I think, for the, our for our military in general, I think that's absolutely true because we have lowered the, the standards. But I think for our special forces and particularly for the SEALs, you know, and one of the things I try to do in Hell Week is really give a young man or, you know, anybody out there a vision of exactly how difficult it is because I consider this book to be really as detailed of the day-to-day basis of what you need to go through and what you have to go through to become a SEAL. Mm-hmm. That uh, as any that's ever been written, and uh, you know I've got ten years of experience 
knowing guys like Chris Kyle, Ryan Zinke, who was, you know, the XO, the commanding officer at Buds for two years, and uh, men like that that uh, really have made it a, 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 a decision in their life that they will not lower the standard. They will not make it less difficult than when they went through. And as a result, we still have, you know, the most badass group of fighting men on the face of the planet in our SEAL teams. Yeah, I love that. And God bless them for that. Before we get into some of the stuff, I, I'd like you to talk about the the training and the rigorous course they go through. Uh, as you mentioned, even though it is extremely tough and probably the highest standards in the world, we don't give away any secrets here, do we? So some of the other militaries around the world kind of know what we're up to, right? No, they, they will allow, funny enough, they will allow other military special forces groups to go through the training. There's really no secret in the training. This training is just extremely difficult. I mean, it's not, it's not a matter of something of tactics or procedures or something like that. It's just flat out beat down every day, stay up for five days straight, especially during hell week, take you down to the point of hypothermia, but, but testing you, you know, every, every, you know, 10 minutes to make sure that you're not in hypothermia and basically taking these men to the, to the level you know, to the edge of their mental and physical ability. I love it. Well, let's talk about some of this. So Hell Week, what all is involved with it? And when you walk into Hell Week, what could you expect right off the bat? Well, it's important to know when they put the Hell Week. And field team training is 18 months. And uh, to get all the way through and to get your trident and become a Navy SEAL, it takes 18 months. And in that training, uh, they spend between a million and a million and a half dollars per man, not including equipment, just in training wow. costs per man. Because basically you're teaching them a skill set to jump out of airplanes at 30,000 feet, to dive, you know, at night underneath ships, set bombs, to uh, to run just about every weapon systems you can imagine, satellite com- communications, everything, and all of it simultaneously. So you have a very, uh, you know, rigorous group of training exercises, but they put this hell week at the fir- end of the first month. And in other words, they let you build up some physically and mentally, but... Uh, they want to know at the end of this hell week whether you've got the stuff to make it as a steal. They put the bell out there for you to drop on request, and the bell is a pretty famous part of hell week, which basically you ring it, and, you're, and you can go get your coffee and your donut, and you're done, mm. but you can never come back. How amazing. That's kind of like the episode of like G.I. Jane, wasn't it, where she's out there ringing the bell because she's done and she couldn't handle any more of it? Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah. You know, I haven't seen that movie for years, but I'm sure, I think that was a depiction of a woman going through the training, but one thing I will say is uh, no woman has ever gone through SEAL Team training. Wow, how amazing. So when you talk about the physical, how much of it is physical and how much of it is mental? I mean, obviously, if you're going to push your body to the brink, there's a lot of strain on the body, especially if you're sleep deprived, you're going five days, you're doing all these physical exertions, but at what level of mental strength do you have to have to even try to endure something like this? Well, you know, and, and that's really, you know, one of the more interesting quotes I ever heard was from Ryan Zinke. And Ryan, like, as I said, you know, Secretary of the Interior, Congressman from Utah, and also a commander at SEAL Team 6, or a congressman from Montana, excuse me, and a commander at SEAL Team 6 for several years. Ryan said, you know, when he was running BUDS and running the training program, some of the most excellent world-class Olympic-quality athletes, swimmers, runners, etc., run to the bell to ring at the quickest. It's got more to do with that six inches between your ears than it does in whatever shape and whatever body you bring to it. Wow. How amazing. So with your experience with interviewing individuals, with seeing this happen, going through all this stuff, what is one of the most difficult or hard challenges that people struggle with the most? Is it the hypothermia? Is it the sleep deprivation? I mean, what's what's the hardest part of all this? I think the hypothermia and just the, the freezing in this Pacific Ocean 
mm-hmm. is really the most difficult. I think that's what takes the most guys out. I mean, there's other physicals, you know, running with 70 pound backpacks for, you know, tens, tens of miles, you know, 15 miles at night, you know, whatever with sand all over your body. This type of thing is out there, but it's really the hypothermia that, uh, that is the most difficult. And, and interestingly enough, a lot of the guys that make it, and you know, and I would say even a majority, it, it come from northern climates. Uh, you know, for example, Rob O'Neill that uh, double tapped Osama bin Laden ten year anniversary a few days ago. Thank God for that. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, came from Montana. Zinke came from Montana. A lot of guys from Oregon. A lot of guys from Ohio, Wisconsin, stuff like that. They're used to a little, you know, to a little bit of that deep freeze, and so as a result, they can handle it a little better when they get to uh, when they get to bug. That's amazing. Last question before we let you go. We're getting short on time here, uh, but is there any other, I mean, people going into this, have you heard of different techniques people use to prepare for this? Uh, is there any holistic stuff that they try to use, holistic medicine, holistic, you know, breathing techniques, meditation stuff, or even cold therapy prior to that help them prepare for this sort of thing? Or is it just, you know, good luck when you get in there? I think the physical workout part of it is you have to show up at Bud's in amazing physical shape, and they have groups now that help you train for that physicality. Uh, there, are, there are former SEALs that actually put on classes, and the Navy makes it pretty clear what they want, too, because they don't want just guys going through there and just washing out. Yeah. There's a lot of guys that want to try and make it, but they have to have certain standards to even start the course. I love so it. that's a good thing to do. Scott McEwen, it's author of the book Hell's Weekend Beyond, Hell Weekend Beyond the Making of a Navy SEAL, also co-author of American Sniper as well. Visit his website, scottmcewen.com. Scott, it's great to talk to you, my friend. Thank you for doing all this stuff. We we love it and we appreciate it. we got to get you back on again the show real soon here. Love to. Thank you very much. Hey, appreciate it. We'll take a break, wrap up the show today on a Thursday. Stay here. With Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com.
You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a pre-Friday celebration. Thanks again to Scott McEwen coming on the program. Co-author of American Sniper. Also his latest book, Hell Week and Beyond the Making of a Navy Steel. That's awesome. Awesome. Love the conversation there. We'll have to get him back on the show. And thank God. Thank God. See, I can even say and it's not even a proclamation for National Prayer Day. <laughs> thank God that uh, we have some individuals that are willing to go through absolute hell and back to defend this nation. Think about that for a second. We are trying to soften down our society right now. We have the participation trophy. We just lower the standards every day. Welcome to the public education system, by the way. Oh, we have the majority of kids that can't pass it. Let's just lower the standard of the test. We'll just lower the challenge so that way more people can pass. We'll just throw more money at it and just make it easier for everybody. That's what we'll do. <laughs> and that's going to make everything all better. We have that type of mentality in society right now. I'm a victim. I can't pass that. Therefore, you need to change the standard so I qualify as opposed to me trying to reach those new heights. But yet, thank God, we ha- and that's even happening in parts of the military as well. Basic boot camp, from what I've heard at least, as they've kind of gone down that road. They've kind of gone down the, well, we don't want to yell at them. We don't want to scream at them all the time. We don't want it to be that uncomfortable. We just want to get them in and get them out. But yet. Then we have the Navy SEALs. We're like, uh-uh, we ain't going to do that. 200 people a year actually go through that program. Our elite force in the nation to make sure that they are at top-notch quality to make sure they will defend our nation uh, from anything, which is amazing. So God bless those men and women. God bless all those guys. Uh, I guess no women have gone through the Navy SEAL training like that in that hell week, but that's amazing that we have people that are willing to do that. And God bless them. That's all I can say. That's absolutely awesome. Really love it. All right, last couple of minutes here before we wrap up the show. In the latest in What's Trending. What's trending today? So I don't know if this is a couple days old. I don't know if you saw this, but I had to make the connection. Not sure if you've seen this connection yet or not. I got a message from a listener today on social media. I mean, he's a listener, but he kind of like doesn't like anything I say, which is cool. That's all right. You can have the free will to believe whatever the heck you want to believe. I don't really care. I just give you my opinion based on the facts that I present and the information that I have in front of me. So you can disagree or agree. I don't really care one way or the other. But he sent me a message and he goes, Andy. The vaccinations for COVID-19 are not government vaccines. What the heck are you trying to tell people? What are you telling people? Which, he's right. The vaccine is not from the government. However, the government is pushing the vaccine. The government is funding the vaccine. The government's distributing the vaccine. The government's encouraging everybody to get the vaccine. It's made and produced by a private company, multiple private companies, Moderna and Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson and uh, as, uh, what's the other one? AstraZeneca. So there's really four of them right now. The government's, the, the private company's doing that. The government's pushing them all out. Now, I said this a long time ago. Why would they not promote natural health remedies like vitamins and sort of thing to kind of boost your immune system where you can have that as an alternative or an add-on to to make yourself healthy from COVID-19? And I mentioned because there's no money in it. And the big pharma industry is desperate to gain money after after Donald Trump really took away a lot of their profits, lowering prescription prices for individuals, lowering the price of pharmaceuticals for individuals, capping what they're allowed to do, and it made them very angry. So there's two headlines here, and I want you to connect the dots if you can for just a second, shall you? Here's one from Newsmax.com. Biden is set to a July 4th goal for 70% of all U.S. adults to have at least one vaccine shot. 
First off, that's not going to happen. That's very cute. 70% of all U.S. adults. We are right now sitting at like 35, 40% maybe in this nation with adults that had at least one vaccine. And it's pretty much died off with popularity. Other people that haven't gotten it don't want to get it. And I'm not going to get it. Because we realize, you know what, I'm healthy, I'm young, I'm working, I'm working able, I'm working bodied, I'm, I do my exercises, I do some stuff, I'm out and about, I'm good. I don't, if I get it, I'm going to have like that 99% chance of being asymptomatic. I'm good. Thanks, but I'm good. Biden set July 4th goal for 70% of adults to have at least one vaccine. Here's the next headline for you. See if you can connect the dots here. Thehill.com. Pfizer earned $3.5 billion dollars just on COVID-19 vaccinations in the first quarter of 2021. Three and a half billion dollars in one quarter from one product that they come out with. Now, if that's not rebuilding the losses they made during the Trump administration, because I thought everybody was in unison about evil big pharma taking advantage of everyone, the Biden administration comes in, forces everybody to get the vaccine, Pfizer alone made $3.5 billion in one quarter off of one product, and he wants everybody else to get it by the 4th of July. So 70% of the nation has the vaccine. Do you think there's some profit going on somewhere? Andy, we're not paying for it. You are with your taxpayer money from the federal government. Hat tip to them making that happen. Big Pharma only getting stronger. Agenda driven. You beat the decision on that one. That does it for us today. Podcast going up a little bit. We're back on Monday. We will not have a show tomorrow since I'll be at the Kansas State Rifle Association's annual meeting in Hayes, Kansas. Until then, I'm Andy Hoosier. This is The Voice Reason. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.